Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, August 5th. S&P futures are extending their gains. They're up about 17 points. That is 50 basis points. The major European indices are rallying about 70 to 80 basis points. There is a strong pro-cyclical bias in Europe. So autos, industrials, basic resources, energy are all trading well. Banks are the exception. Banks are um, up just small, so not really participating in that cyclical rally. And Asia rallied pretty much across the board with a couple minor exceptions. Japan ended flat to down small. So few items of note this morning. Um, you know, the narrative really isn't shifting dramatically. There's just, you know, again, this kind of um, enthusiasm for the tape where we just have these extended melts up every morning um, and then throughout the session. So as far as major news is concerned, on the U.S. fiscal negotiations, you definitely had more encouraging commentary out yesterday afternoon following another round of meetings. Meadows said it was the most productive set of meetings yet. McConnell is essentially throwing uh, his towel in the ring, you know, essentially saying that he will accept whatever the White House and congressional Democrats agree on. That should help speed up the process. McConnell even said he would accept um, or suggested he would accept a, a, an agreement that kept the unemployment benefits at six, $600 a week. Um, you know, so we'll have to see what happens. Again, I think markets this whole time were assuming that they would reach a compromise around something worth around a trillion and a half dollars. So, um, you know, the fact that we're seeing kind of these quote unquote breakthrough like headlines uh, that should not really be surprising to anyone, um, you know, despite some of the rhetoric about how far apart they were. Again, I think most people assume that they would reach a compromise. So they are moving forward. There is the hope that they can reach an agreement as soon as Friday or Saturday. So, you know, they are. Mo- so that that process is moving along. Um, and the other the other component of U.S. stimulus is the Fed. And there's, again, a ton of anticipation, growing anticipation for this upcoming September meeting, this change in forward guidance. Um, there's another article on CNBC just talking about how it's going to be kind of this radical shift in policy whereby they would be, um, you know, tolerating an overshoot of inflation above the 2% goal. So obviously very dovish. Um, you know, I think Fed credibility is on the line somewhat. You could argue that the Fed has not been able to achieve 2% inflation for several years. Why should we assume that they'll be able to achieve inflation above 2%? But nevertheless, um, you know, definitely you have stimulus still moving forward on both tracks, fiscal and monetary, um, at, at full speed. On the COVID front, you know, same type of trend. So we saw cases surge in June and July. You hit a peak in the in the last two weeks of July. They've since descended. So now you have you have uh, national transmissions in the U.S. below fifty thousand. All those major hotspot states, um, Texas, Florida, Arizona, California, continue to trend off of their July highs. So certainly encouraging. Um, you know, you never saw the market really get hit though on the June July surge. So it's unclear why at this point now that the fact they're coming down, the market will suddenly you know extend its gains. Um, but you know, clearly the the narrative around COVID is getting better in those Sunbelt states. You still have red flags though occurring in other areas, including throughout the Midwest. And then in the East Coast, although to a much lesser extent than what the East Coast went through in March and April, um, but you had New York, New Jersey added Rhode Island to their kind of list of quarantine states. Um, and you still have, you know, the New Jersey governor sounds um, you know, somewhat alarmed by the developments that are occurring in his state. So, you know, certainly not out of the woods by any means on COVID. Um, but, you know, you are seeing, I think, the tenor of headlines on around the virus has improved. Um, a few vaccine headlines this morning. None of them should really matter to anyone as far as the general market is concerned. You had a Novavax data out last night. Moderna released some data this morning in mice. Um, and then uh, BNTX is launching a another trial, this one in China. 
Um, you know, again, really none of those headlines should should alter, I think, the broader narrative. On the economic data front, Trump gave his, um, you know, is holding these daily press conferences again. So last night he talked about how, um, you know, he intimated that the Friday jobs report was going to be strong. Um, just talked about how, you know, there is a big number coming out Friday on jobs. Unclear what that really means. If you remember back in 2018, he did this where he tweeted out about 90 minutes prior to the report Friday morning, um, a suggestive tweet about how it was going to be a strong report and it was a strong report. So I now think people think are are listening to that comment from last night and wondering whether or not, um, you know, he is, uh, you know, previewing again another robust, healthy number. Um, you know, I kind of think he was just referencing the consensus forecast, which is looking for a million and a half job gains. I don't think that he received an early look at the report. If you go back to 2018, he was not briefed on the jobs report until Thursday night. So, you know, I don't know if you, re- I don't know if the report is really prepared and ready for him to see as of uh, Tuesday. So, I kind of am dismissing that remark. Um, you know, you you still have, I think, some anxiety in the market around jobs. Um, you had, you know, the the print forecast for Friday was a million and a half, but I think whispers were were well below that. You definitely had some people whispering about a zero number. Um, you know, we'll see if Trump's remark last night changes anything at all. We're going to get a huge preview this morning with ADP that hits at 8.15. So the street is in print for ADP at a million, 1.2 million ads. Um, and then tomorrow we get the jobs claims, which will be very important as well, given that you've seen those uh, you know trend sideways and then tick up. So again, kind of dismissing that Trump remark from my son on jobs, but definitely that is, um, I think, uh, uh, helping sentiment this morning. The other big economic number that we'll get this morning in the U.S. is the services ISM. Um, the street is modeling that at 55. That's down a little bit from June, which was very strong at 57.1. On earnings, Disney was a major report last night. Um, you know, I think definitely a lot of moving pieces in Disney. Uh, the big takeaway is on the conference call, I talked about accelerating their streaming strategy. So they're going to be um, you know, putting more content on Disney Plus, launching a few other streaming products globally. Um, they're going to be putting Mulan out on pay-per-view rather than um, you know, kind of giving up on a theatrical release for that movie. So investors love the streaming story. And that I think more than anything is helping the stock recover. Uh, you know, the headline EPS and cash flow figures were very strong. A lot of that was just deferred sports programming costs, um, given that the leagues were not on the air. Those are just deferred costs, so they're going to be absorbed going forward. Um, and if you kind of look at some of the, the you know, the, and they also had a smaller loss in the uh, in the streaming unit. But the figures themselves, as far as financials, were really not terrific. Um, parks in particular were very weak. And then on the conference call, Mar- management talked about how the park unit is lagging expectations. And they said how the, the COVID increase in June and July um, you know, weighed on the parks unit and caused the unit to uh, fall short of their forecasts. Um, you know, so certainly, Disney, as far as the financials are concerned, again, not, not terrific, but the streaming story um, you know, really is being embraced by investors. You had a lot of tech earnings last night. Uh, microchip is probably the big one for semiconductors. Certainly after we had a string of very bullish semiconductor earnings reports, microchip last night, underwhelming with their September guidance, um, you know, not just kind of um, falling short of elevated expectations, but genuinely kind of disappointing. Um, you had a couple of other Schmidcap software names that were also underwhelming versus expectations. Even the ones that were very strong, like a Twilio or an Activision, um, 
very strong on the surface, you're seeing kind of some sell the news type of uh, price action, just given how elevated expectations were. Square reported a day earlier than planned. They came out last night. They're supposed to come out this tonight. Um, blowout numbers on Q2, but um, you know some of the guidance commentary on Q3, not not terrific. And they also echo what a lot of other processors have said, where you know the U.S. processing trends um, are definitely plateauing in July versus June. Um, in Europe today, in the earnings front, mixed bag. Um, you know, really not not uh, nothing all that dramatic. Uh, a holds is probably the big one, which is rallying after its report, and BMW is down small on its report. Um, and you have airlines in Europe are extending their gains from yesterday. So remember, you had EasyJet that was out yesterday morning made encouraging comments on recent trends um, so that you have the airlines extending that kind of momentum rally from yesterday. Uh, for the session this morning, uh, like I said before, you have the eco data this morning with ADP and non-manufacturing uh, services. Um, you have earnings, nothing really all that dramatic, especially now that Square is out of the way. Um, Western Digital and MetLife are probably the big ones tonight. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.